I have always come back to this idea that if I give myself abundant amounts of time and space, I'm going to get better, more lasting results. Why would I go on a quest to feel good about myself and fuel that quest with self-talk that makes me feel bad about myself? When you give yourself time, you are honoring your needs and you are treating yourself like the incredible, highly worthy, highly deserving woman that you are. Welcome to The Art of Speaking Up, a podcast that helps professional women access the limitless potential that lies within them. I'm your host, Jessica Guzik. And my mission is to help you find that spark inside you that has the power to transform your career in ways you may not have thought possible. I'm so excited that you're here. And now, on to the show. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for being here. I am Jess. I am the host of the Art of Speaking Up podcast. I am a New York Times featured podcast host, and I am a career coach for women. I support women in building confidence, finding their voice, and really thriving as they elevate into leadership positions in their nine to five or corporate role. And one of the reasons that I do this work is because I had a corporate career, and in the beginning of my career, I struggled deeply with self-confidence, with using my voice, with believing in my own capabilities, and I went on a pretty long and deep journey of rebuilding my confidence from the ground up so that I could build a successful career and climb the ladder and become an executive And I was able to do all those things and find my voice and build the confidence and really build a super fun, fulfilling, exciting, lucrative career in the corporate space. But along the way, I felt like there was a big missing piece out there. And I felt like no one was really talking honestly and openly about the psychological struggles that so many of us women experience in the corporate space. And I started this podcast not just as a resource to help you thrive in your corporate role, but I started it also so that I could be a voice out there that was speaking truthfully about the difficult things. Because what I was finding is that as I was searching for resources and career advice and tools and inspiration, everything that I was finding made it look like the women out there who were succeeding in these big leadership roles had it all together and never struggled and felt amazing about themselves all of the time. And that made me feel really discouraged. It made me feel really bad about myself. It made me feel like maybe I'm the only one who's having such a difficult time. And when I finally reached that coveted executive status, I realized, well, there's at least one female executive out there (laughs) who isn't perfect and who had a lot of struggles and internal obstacles along the way. And I was never able to find any female voice out there talking super openly about that. And I thought to myself, I can talk about that. I can be that example and I can be super open and transparent about how difficult it was for me to build confidence and find my voice. And I can remind 
women like you, that it's totally 100% possible. So that's really what I'm here to do is to help you believe in your capabilities, to help you recommit to your dreams, to help you aim high if that's what makes you happy, and to remind you that no matter what you might be struggling with, your dreams and your professional goals are 100% possible. And today's episode, I am so excited to talk about this because I love it when I can help you grow and help you build confidence in a way that feels good to you, in a way that makes you feel a greater sense of hope and possibility for yourself. Because I see this a lot, and I know I experienced this when I was in my corporate career, and I see this a lot with my clients when I first start working with them. So often, When we want to advance in our careers, we want to build our confidence, we want to have a more powerful voice, we think that we really need to give something up in order to make that happen. We think that we're going to have to compromise on values and priorities that are really important to us, right? A lot of times we think, oh, the only way for me to succeed professionally is I have to be really inauthentic or I have to change into someone I'm not, or it has to feel really bad and incongruent with my personality. And I love helping you see that you can have what you want and you can be who you want in a way that feels really good to you. And today's episode is all along those lines of helping you see that the growth that you want, the career path that you want is possible and that it doesn't have to feel out of alignment for you to grow your confidence and elevate your career. And what I'm going to be talking about today is one of my absolute favorite parts of the work that I do as a coach. So in addition to hosting this podcast, I coach my clients both in an intimate one-on-one capacity and also in an intimate small group capacity in my group program, The Art of Speaking Up Academy. And I'm talking about one of my favorite things, which is the idea of slow growth. We live in a world and in a culture and in a country, I would argue, that values things happening quickly, that values quick results, quick rewards, quick transformations. And I know that this might not be the most glamorous thing to share, but I am all about taking it slow. And when it comes to my own journey of me building confidence and when it comes to the way that I support my clients in building confidence, slowness is at the center of it. And for me, I have always come back to this idea that if I give myself abundant amounts of time and space and I allow myself to go slow in my journey, I'm going to get better, more lasting results. I'm going to be like the tortoise in the tortoise and the hare. I'm going to take one little step, put one small foot in front of the other every single day. And while the hare is like hopping around really, really fast and it looks like they're lapping me and it looks like I'm losing, I'm going to stay in it and I'm going to sustain it long enough to accomplish something not just really big, but something that lasts. And today, I want to lift your spirits because if you are struggling, you might have a thought that it is taking you too long to build confidence. It is taking you too long to land that promotion. It is taking you too long to achieve the change and the transformation that you desire. 
And listen, I don't want to block you from achieving your dreams. I don't want to put more time between you and that confidence you want, the career path you want, the promotion you want. So I'm not here to slow you down. I'm actually here to speed you up because I know that usually when we grow really quickly, it's not sustainable. And if we actually want to achieve lasting change in our self-confidence and in our belief in ourselves, we are smarter and better off doing it slowly. I once had a manager who said something to me that changed my view on this topic forever. He said, if you want to go fast, go slow. And when it comes to personal growth and internal transformation and building your confidence, nothing could be more true. I actually spent two and a half years in supervision under a clinical psychotherapist. So I'm a coach and coaches don't usually have supervision. Supervision is more for psychologists, clinicians, and therapists where they meet with someone who's more experienced in the field of psychology so that they can deepen their ability to help their patients in their therapy practice or in their psychology practice. I'm not a psychologist, I'm a coach, but I wanted my coaching skills to be highly sophisticated. I wanted to have a level of sophistication where I could help my clients not just with surface level things and not just with affirmations and not just with tiny little changes that weren't gonna last, but I wanted to help my clients experience meaningful, deeper, lasting change because that's what I experienced when I got into the world of coaching and I wanted to be able to offer that to my clients. So I spent a lot of time mentoring and supervising under a psychologist. And through that process, as well as through coaching my clients, I've learned a lot about change. And what I've learned is that if we want to experience significant change, we need to give it time. It's not gonna happen in one day or one week or even one month. It's going to happen as an accumulation of subtle shifts in perception and subtle shifts in our actions and our beliefs that accumulate over time to add up to something big. And I want this to come as a relief to you because if you're quote unquote feeling stuck, it doesn't mean something's wrong with you and it doesn't mean that the change that you desire isn't possible. It might just mean that you need to be more generous with yourself in giving yourself ample, abundant amounts of time to achieve the change you desire. I get asked so often, people will tell me that my coaching program, both my one-on-one and my group, they are both six months long. And often people will be interested in working with me and they will tell me that six months is a huge commitment. It's a really long period of time. And I agree with them. Six months is a really long period of time. But the reason that I do that is because in my programs and in my coaching work specifically, I don't just want to teach my clients surface-level intellectual skills. Intellectual skills, those can be taught quickly. You can come to one session with me and learn something intellectual. But if you want a deeper, more embodied change, if you want shifts in your self-confidence, which is what I like to coach on and which is the work that gets me really excited, that requires time. That's not going to happen overnight, That's going to happen as an accumulation of subtle shifts and experiences over a period of time. And that's ultimately what I'm doing with my clients. And in today's episode, 
I want to give you permission to slow down, to give yourself the actual amount of time that you need to achieve significant growth in your confidence. And this doesn't mean that you should get stuck in inaction. And this doesn't mean that you shouldn't be taking scary steps forward to exit your comfort zone and challenge yourself so that you can grow your confidence. It means you should be doing those things and you should be giving yourself ample time to continue doing those things until they start to feel more natural and until you start to see the impact on your confidence. Now, what I want to talk about in today's episode is why it makes sense to be patient with yourself as you are growing and why it will benefit you in the long run and why going slow is actually going to help you go quickly. Because I see so many women get stuck and the only reason they're getting stuck is that their expectations for how long it should take before they feel more confident, before they feel better about themselves, their expectation is off. They're not allowing enough time for a real change process to happen. And they assume something must be wrong with them because they listened to a podcast episode on Monday and felt great on Monday, and then they felt awful on Tuesday. And they're thinking something might have gone wrong when really the timeline that they're operating on is just way too micro. And instead of thinking about Monday to Tuesday, they need to be thinking about January through June or 2024 through 2025. When you start to look at things that way, things look different. And when you look at your growth journey through that lens, you actually feel more encouraged and you take steps that are going to facilitate more lasting growth. So the first thing I want to talk through is why it is so smart to give yourself ample amounts of time to grow your confidence. And I think on some level, we instinctively know as humans that if we rush through something, we are unlikely to get a really good result. So I want you to imagine two identical houses, two beautiful, beautiful houses, and you can pick which house you want, and they both look exactly the same, and they both have the same interior, and they're both on the same block, but house number one was built in two weeks. So 14 days were spent building house number one, and house number two was built in three months. So 90 days were spent building house number two. Both houses are identical. Do you choose house number one that was built in 14 days or house number two that was built in three months? All other things equal. If that's the only piece of information you have, I for sure would not choose the house (laughs) that was built in two weeks. I don't know about you, But I'm going to give you my perspective on this. I would want the house that was built in three months because I would assume that for something as big and complex as a house, 14 weeks isn't nearly enough time to build something sturdy. And I would be really worried about the longevity of that house, whereas the house that was built more slowly, I would assume was built with more care and attention and is probably going to last longer and be more robust. So when it comes to you and growing your confidence, I want you to ask yourself the same question. Do I want to choose a confidence that was built in 14 days, or do I want to choose a confidence that was built over a few months? Now, of course, we don't need exact numbers and timelines, but 
I share this example to show you that as humans, we do have an understanding that sometimes things that are enduring and things that are complex and highly valuable, sometimes it's better to take time to build those things. And just like if you were building a house um, or planning a wedding or just doing something big, you wouldn't want to rush it. You would want to allow the appropriate amount of time because you know something of that scale and complexity requires time, and you know there are consequences to rushing it. It means you're going to cut corners. It means you're going to miss details. It means that you're not going to create an end result that is as valuable as it could be. And our confidence is no different. Confidence and believing in yourself and having the resilience and the ability to pick yourself back up after things get hard That is on the same scale as building a house or planning a wedding. I would argue it's on an even bigger scale. Humans, we are more complicated than a house. We are more complex and complicated than a 200-person wedding or big event. We are far more complicated than some of the things that we so clearly understand that we need to allocate time for. And yet when it comes to our own growth, we expect things to turn around in 24 hours. And that puts a really enormous amount of pressure and a really unfair expectation on you. It's like it's like demanding that you plan a wedding in 24 hours. And it's an act of respect and an act of care for yourself to allow yourself the proper time. So anytime you find yourself falling into self-criticism, and saying, I should get this faster, I should know this sooner, I want you to just ask yourself, are you expecting deep psychological transformation in a timeline that isn't even long enough to plan a wedding or build a house, right? I really want you to keep that in mind for those moments and realize that maybe it's not that you suck at this and that you're just a disappointment, Maybe it's that your timeline is highly condensed and is too short for meaningful growth to occur. So I want to share some more thoughts with you and reasons why slow growth rocks and reasons why giving yourself ample amounts of time to grow your confidence and achieve your goals is the smarter and often in the long term, in the bigger picture, faster way to achieve the results you desire and to make your professional dreams a reality. And like I said, when it comes to my own growth and the way that I work with clients, I don't work with clients for less than six months. So that should give you an idea of what I think is a reasonable time frame to expect to see meaningful change. And six months is my minimum. That's the minimum, right? So for a lot of my clients, I'm with them for much longer than six months. So as you're thinking about your own growth, I just want you to keep that in mind. And I personally, if I'm looking to hire a coach for myself, I personally am not interested in working with a coach for less than six months because I know that that timeline is going to feel really, really dense for me. And I know that that timeline isn't going to feel supportive for me. So if you're thinking in your head, okay, she's saying that you need to give more time and you're thinking, but how much time? Like what kind of timeline are we talking about? 
let's start with the premise that six months is a beautiful initial set point to say, here's where I am now. Here's where I want to be. I want to try to move the needle towards this goal in a significant way in a six-month period. Okay. Reasons why slow growth is faster (laughs) than fast growth. So the first reason is that when you give yourself time, you are honoring your needs and you are treating yourself like the incredible, highly worthy, highly deserving woman that you are. So for most of my clients and most of the women who listen to my podcast, a really big goal that they have and that you might have is that they want to feel more confident. They want to feel strong inside. They want to feel unstoppable. They want to feel like a really good leader. They want to be the type of leader and role model that other women admire. And they want to have that internal sense of knowing that they can do it and believing in themselves and having that steady, enduring, lasting self-confidence. And if you want to build steady, lasting, enduring self-confidence, You have to treat yourself well as you are building that confidence because confidence comes from thinking that you are deserving and thinking that you are a fantastic, worthy, high-quality, incredible human, right? So if you want to feel like this incredible human, it's really hard to learn to feel like an incredible human if you're treating yourself like a horrible human. So if you're being highly self-critical and really mean to yourself and you're trying to become a version of you that feels amazing, that's not going to work. If you wanna feel incredible, you have to treat yourself exquisitely. And what I have found is that when we rush ourselves to achieve quick results and we put a lot of timelines and time pressure on our growth, we are treating ourselves really poorly. And when we treat ourselves really poorly, it's really hard for us to feel good about ourselves. So here's what I want you to think about. When you are rushing yourself to grow and to very quickly get to the confidence that you want or the result that you want, what you are saying to yourself all of the time is hurry, 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 go faster, hurry, you're not moving fast enough, go faster, it's not fast enough, right? Versus when you give yourself a generous time frame, what you're saying to yourself is take your time, take your time, take your time, take your time. What makes you feel better about yourself? Hurry, you're not going fast enough, or take your time, take your time. For me, When I am told that I can take my time, I feel like royalty. I feel the sense of like, oh, okay, I don't have to rush. I don't have to sweat it. I don't have to hustle. I have luxurious amounts of time. So if I feel better when someone tells me take my time, why would I say something different to myself? If I hate it when someone says, hurry, you're not going fast enough, if that makes me feel like crap, why would I say that to myself? And not only that, Why would I say that to myself in my quest to feel good about myself? Why would I go on a quest to feel good about myself 
and fuel that quest with self-talk that makes me feel bad about myself. It is really going to be very hard for me to feel genuinely confident and genuinely good about myself by telling myself to hurry, 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 go faster, because what I'm really saying is you're not going fast enough, you're not going fast enough. And what I internalize on a deeper, more subconscious level is not that I'm not going fast enough, but actually I'm just not enough, right? It's like take out the going fast and it's just I'm not enough. I'm not doing it good enough. I'm not doing it fast enough. I'm not enough. So I don't know about you, but if I want to feel unstoppable and strong and badass, I don't want to build that on a foundation of not enoughness. I want to build that on a foundation of feeling amazing about myself. So when I'm thinking about my own journey, and this is also how I set up my programs with my clients, I think about what's going to make me feel really good? What's going to make me feel like I'm already becoming that version of me? Well, what's going to make me feel that way is to treat myself exquisitely and tell myself I get to take the actual amount of time that this requires. I don't have to rush. I get to go at a pace that feels good to me. And to me, that reinforces that I am worthy of slowing down I am worthy of taking time. I am worthy of taking up space. Moving slowly and giving ourselves time is a form of taking up space, right? It's saying my process needs this space and I'm going to give it to myself versus saying, no, I'm going to deprive myself of the space I need. Rushing and expecting things to go fast, it's a form of deprivation. You're depriving yourself of the space the relief, the safety that you need to create in order to achieve psychological change. It is not going to happen when you're telling yourself to hurry up. It is going to happen when you take that exhale and you say, you know what? I'm going to allow this process to have the time and the space that it actually needs. It's an act of honoring your deepest desires. That is why I'm also so passionate about my coaching programs because giving yourself time is one form of honoring your desires and saying, I deserve this. I deserve this time. I deserve what I actually need to achieve lasting change. And another way of affirming that you deserve it is not just giving yourself the time you need, but giving yourself the support you need, not depriving yourself of mentorship, of support, of encouragement, of the process that you need to facilitate your growth. So often, we don't honor our needs as deeply as we honor the needs of other people. And we're so good at giving other people time and investing in other people and doing generous acts for other people. And it's so hard for us as women to do that for ourselves, to slow down, to give ourselves time, to get support, to invest in ourselves. We aren't used to that. And yet, the version of us that we are trying to become is a version of us who we know is confident that she deserves those things. So if we want to become that version of us, we have to start honoring our needs and offering ourselves the conditions that are actually going to support our growth. And I feel so, so passionately about this because so often we don't realize that in order for us to change, we have to do something different. We have to change the way that we're approaching it. 
And that can feel really scary. And a lot of times I see a lot of people not making the change that they so deeply want because it feels terrifying to make a bet on themselves, terrifying to believe in themselves, terrifying to take that leap and say, maybe I can make decisions based on the version of me that I believe I can become. Maybe I can take that leap of faith and give myself the time, the resources, the support that are required for me to go from where I am now to the version and the vision of myself that I want to be. So that is the first benefit that I wanted to share to slow growth, which is that slow growth is much more respectful of yourself and honoring of yourself and holding yourself at a very high level of self-worth than rushing yourself and forcing yourself to move fast or forcing yourself to operate in a way that feels super stressful. Another reason that I'm such a big fan of slow growth is because slow growth allows time for us to get it imperfect and to do it imperfectly. Confidence comes from not needing things to be perfect. Confidence comes in part as a result of letting go of perfection. And letting go of perfection means having the capacity to tolerate mistakes and bounce back from them. And when you give yourself lots of time, it takes that perfectionist pressure off. I have many attempts to figure this out. I have many different work meetings where I'm going to try this out. I have many different situations where I'm going to put these new tools into practice. I don't have just one chance where I have to get it perfect because I'm in a hurry and I have to get it right this time. Otherwise, it's never going to happen. But rather, I have lots of attempts and I get to experiment. There is room for failure. I've accounted for that in my timeline and in my process. So I don't have to worry so much about getting it perfect every single time. All I have to worry about is just staying in it and continually taking swings at it until I start to make progress. When we allow ourselves lots of time for our growth, we feel a little more okay and a little more safe for it to be imperfect because we know that if we don't get it right during that first attempt, we've got lots more time to try it out. And when we feel that sense of security and safety that I don't need to rush, I don't need to get it perfect, it's okay if it's a little messy, then we can relax and then we can start to feel more expansive and courageous to try new things. Versus if we tell ourselves, you only have this one shot and you better get it right this one time, that makes us feel tense and stressed. And feeling tense and stressed is not the way that we want to set ourselves up to take bold action and build our confidence. So the second reason that I love slow growth and I'm such an advocate for giving yourself ample amounts of time to grow your self-confidence is because it allows you to do it imperfectly and it takes off some of the pressure. Another reason why I am such a big fan of slow growth, and this is something that is so present for me in my own journey and believing that I can make my dreams a reality, is that when we are rushing, it is often coming from a place of fear or skepticism that maybe it's not going to work out. And we're rushing because our fear that it's not going to work out makes us feel so uncomfortable that we want to quickly solve it and quickly create that outcome that we want so that we can make that doubt go away. 
But when we give ourselves ample amounts of time for our own growth, it signals to us that we are in this for the long haul and that we don't need to rush to prove to ourselves that it's going to happen or that we can do it, but that we know we can do it. And there is no rush to prove that, right? It's like when people act super cocky because they're lacking confidence and they have something to prove, this is similar. When we're rushing, it's because we're lacking that deeper commitment and that deeper belief that we will make it happen no matter what. Versus when we're going slow, that requires a ton of courage because we're not leaning on a quick result to keep us going. We're leaning on our own internal commitment and our own internal knowing that we're just going to stay with it until we get there. And when you get to this point where you're like, I don't need to rush, I'm just going to keep hacking away at this at the pace that works for me, and I'm not going to stop, and I'm okay with this pace because I know I'm not giving up, and I know I'm going to get there no matter what. When you are in that headspace, your confidence grows so much versus when you're in a space of like, well, I don't know and I don't believe in myself, so like I better get it right this time so I can prove to myself that I can do it. When you are able to give yourself time and really be committed for the long haul, that is when you truly start to feel totally unstoppable. And finally, the last reason that I am a huge fan of slow growth is that it's supported by psychology. There are certain things that we can do quickly as humans, and most of the things that we're able to accomplish quickly are more intellectual things, right? So like if you want to learn something new, you can learn something new pretty quickly. But if you want to build a deeper confidence and an embodied capacity to show up bigger in your role, that is not an intellectual pursuit. That really requires you to change your internal psychological landscape And what I have learned through my time doing this work is that if we want to make big changes psychologically, the best way to do it is small changes that add up over longer periods of time. It is far more sustainable. It's just like weight loss, right? Like if you lose a ton of weight in a short amount of time, it can be very hard to sustain And the healthier way to do it, or I'm not an expert on this, but like I hear that the better way to do it is much more slowly and gradually. Psychologically, this is how change works as well. When we try to have these big dramatic transformations, they tend not to last. We tend to bounce back and revert to our starting point. Whereas if we're taking these slow little calculated steps, We don't revert back. We don't swing back. We just keep chipping away and making progress. So in summary, slow growth is where it's at. And in fact, slow growth is fast growth. And if you find yourself beating yourself up because you're not growing fast enough and you feel like you should be moving more quickly and you feel like something must be wrong with you, that you're still not getting it, it's not that something is wrong with you. It's that you want to expand your timeline and remember that growth is a big goal. It's like planning a wedding. It's like building a house, right? You can't hack it together. You can't shortcut it. You can't do it in a week. It's not the kind of thing where you want to cut corners. It's the kind of thing where you want to give yourself ample time and ample resources so that you can build something enduring and lasting. Just like you wouldn't want to plan a big fancy wedding in a week and like you wouldn't want to build a house in a week, 
You don't want to try to build confidence in a week. You want to try to give your big goals the reverence, the resources, and the timing they deserve. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. This was so much fun to record. And I want to invite you to come work with me inside of my programs. Right now, the easiest way to work with me, since it can sometimes be rare that I have a spot for one-on-one coaching, at the moment, the most accessible way to work with me is through my group program, The Art of Speaking Up Academy, where I support you in elevating your verbal communication and building a sustainable sense of self-confidence that is going to help you use your voice more at work and be more effective when you speak. Like I talked about in this episode, it's a six-month program, and there's a very specific, very strategic reason for that. And it's because when I'm working with my clients, I want to support them in achieving deeper, more lasting change. I, right now, at the point where I am in my coaching business, I'm not super interested in just teaching people surface-level tools. That's not really what gets me excited. What gets me excited is helping them achieve the deeper change necessary to put those tools into practice in a way that feels empowering. And I want to help them build a sense of self-confidence that stays with them forever. That is the work that I do in my programs. That is why they are on the longer side, because I know that anything shorter just wouldn't set up my clients for success. And I would love to spend that generous amount of time and that generous time frame with you to help you achieve your goals and to help you achieve change and confidence that is lasting and sustainable and that is going to positively impact the future of your career. If you're interested in working with me, head over to the link in the show notes or justguessitcoaching.com slash academy and add yourself to the Art of Speaking Up Academy waitlist. As soon as you add yourself to the waitlist, you will start getting mini lessons and tips from me. And I even have a video training that I've been working on that I'm going to email to you to help you jumpstart your journey of growth. So if you're ready for meaningful and lasting change, go ahead and add yourself to the waitlist. That's justguzzitcoaching.com slash academy or click the link in the show notes. Thank you so much for being here. It is such an honor to be podcasting for you and I'll catch you in the next episode. Bye.